uh, rebound prime prime subscribers will be loving it. <laughs> that's that's me and Moltz, <laughs> I think. <laughs> yeah, I haven't gotten your membership renewals for this month. If you guys could just send me a, send me a check, that'd be, sure. that'd be great. Yeah. Thank you. I paid you guys as recently as today. <laughs> as recently as. You know, it's funny. The Somebody, I think it might have been Jason Snell, pointed out the use of the phrase as soon as in report, like technology news these days and how ridiculous it is. And I, the more I think about it, the more I'm like, yeah, that is, that is a garbage phrase. Because when you're saying as soon as something, you're like, well, you know, it, it could happen at some point. Could be way out in the future. <laughs> right. Could be the end of the year. Could be two years from now. But it could happen as soon as could be an Apple event. Could be as an soon Apple as event March as soon as March eighth. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, it doesn't seem implausible. Certainly, but there have been events in March the last few years. But yeah, that's a, it's it's a date. It's it is a, week, a it, it's a it's a date in the calendar. It's perfect. It's perfectly possible. <laughs> perfectly, it's a weekday. Perfectly feasible. Is it even yeah. a Tuesday? It's probably even a Tuesday. Yeah, I, I've, I haven't looked, but it I is, assume it so. is a Tuesday. But like, yeah, <laughs> hey, I mean, I feel like if you're Mark Gurman and you're you know putting a name out, you know, a date out there, it's not it's not just you throwing a dart at a dartboard. You could just right. say early March, right? Like if you say March eighth, that implies a certain degree of that you certainty. know, yeah, whether you have a reason to believe that it's March eighth, right? Right. Yeah. John can get a new iPhone SE. I know he just collects them. <laughs> I'm still like, I'm still stuck. I could get, I could upgrade to the 13 mini, which I kind of want to do, but I, that's last year's back phone, of my John. head. I keep thinking about switching to T-Mobile, but uh, I thought we were going to say switching to Android. And I was really going to have a heart attack. No. There. <laughs> I could always just ditch the iPhone. I don't, Maybe wanna, I don't need one. I don't want to screw up every single, you know, thread with my family. <laughs> that's it that's that, that's how they locked in Wait, well, the rumors that, are true yeah but that's that's not are your family teenage that's not police, the only thing john <laughs> yeah is that yeah. what we're learning here i just i my family bullies me yeah well that makes sense even mm-hmm. even grant's a blue bubble <laughs> <laughs> i don't know grant seems like uh, who knows <laughs> he's a trash phone we say a lot of crazy things in grant's voice <laughs> what is grant's so, voice <laughs> It has evolved over the years. It started out um, as uh, as Terry from Pee Wee's Playhouse. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All hello, right. hello. <laughs> Pee Wee, just make me be a little baby. I don't want to be a baby Pee Wee. And then it's gotten a little bit more normal. Since oh, okay. I thought you so were I'm saying it's like, gone. Yeah. It's gone further. No, no. It's uh. I don't know. <laughs> It's hard to do. It's hard to do it to you guys. Like Karen and I can do it to Karen and Hank all day long. It's just embarrassing what he's put on the spot. Now I can't even think about out of context. He's he's not here. It's hard to do his voice when he's not here. He can't do it while while people are watching him. (laughs) Other people have problems. I don't have problems. If you you don't have a problem, I will give you a problem. Wow, I think we 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 dived right in here, but I don't think we yet covered the most important technology news of the day, oh, at least of the right. episode. Oh, sure. well, you right. want to lead with that? You don't want to let people get a little further in, settle in a bit, you know, get a snack. No, they tune out after well, about they, five that's seven the minutes. Thing. Yeah, right. Wanna, they made, they, oh, people drop them out that. of this this, okay. this show left and right. Yeah, sorry, should have done it before John did the dog voice. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Once they hear me doing a dog voice, I mean, that's the yeah, <laughs> apparently over. it's over. Yeah, but we haven't even gotten to the technology. Am I right? You're right. Yeah. But so uh, we have a crack shirt designer on the Rebound team. His name is John <laughs> Bolt. Oh. And, uh, Crackpot shirt designer. If you go to uh, reboundcast.com slash technology, 
you can check out our, our latest shirt, which is the technology uh, shirt. Uh, if you're a Rebound Prime subscriber, you should have an email where you can get a discount. If you want to be a Rebound Prime subscriber so you can get the discount, feel free. Go to prime.reboundcast.com. But so if you go to reboundcast.com slash shirts, you'll see all of our shirts, of which there are currently two. <laughs> and if you go to slash technology, that'll take you to the brand new technology shirt, which is awesome. I don't even want to describe it to you. I just want you to appreciate how great it is when you see it. So there you go. Okay. That's a good URL there, Lex. Uh, I don't even know how yeah. we afford that kind of URL. It's just too, <laughs> too rich for our blood. That's where all the money's going. And you should know that the hosts are getting them. So, you know, so they're, they're that good. I already ordered mine. Yeah. I'm very excited. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited to proclaim my love of technology. Yeah, I did the same. Yeah. yeah. I ordered Dan's. Oh, uh, <laughs> I, well, I hope we wear the same size. <laughs> You guys probably well. I don't know, do you? No, yeah. no. no okay. I'm much. I, although Dan is taller, I'm I'm much bigger. In yeah. unfortunately, I don't know. You've been <laughs> you peloton it up all the time. I am a lazy lazy asshole. I don't. <laughs> Man, we're really getting into it today. Aren't Sorry, we? I just this is what happens. We record on on Mondays. I just like coming off that weekend. Yes, it's very confusing. I think that's part of the reentry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> lasagna, etc. <cetera. laughs> <laughs> yeah did you want to talk about peloton lex or we uh we, uh, we, no, we have we more to say about peloton okay. i mean no. it, yeah. for some reason this won't go away it will not like people who talk about peloton <laughs> yeah <'cause>, touche <laughs> <laughs> they keep point. showing up to the podcast yeah they just keep talking about peloton yeah i will say the reason i am excited for that uh march event is that i'm definitely in the market for a new ipad and i'm curious to see what an ipad air revision is going to look like my iPad Pro, which is a 2017, the 10.5 inch model, is routinely just like it runs out the battery. I'll often pick it up now and it'll just be dead and I'll have to turn it on. And sometimes it will have battery life when I've turned it on again. Like it's like, oh, you've got like 30%. I'm like, well, why, why'd you turn yourself off then? <laughs> and sometimes it's like, nope, I'm at 1%. Screw you. So mm-hmm. I think that battery is, is, is shot. And I'm just, I'm in, I'm, I'm in the market. I'm in the market for a new iPad. 2017, huh? And it's, a, it's an Air? No, it's a pro. It's the first pro, pro. the pre-redesign. Right, right. So, I mean, five years, that's not ridiculous. I'm also thinking possible. I was just thinking, I mean, like my my 2018, the battery seems still quite good. I mean, it's not as good as it used to be, of course, but it's still still pretty good. But it's also like it's a thicker device it was it? this was solid up until like a year ago and it really just okay, so, i don't know what happened so, so, so this to, is the year yeah, that this it's is gonna it's gonna bad news for you yeah my wife uses a uh she uses my old ipad air 2 and that one also is not great on battery life but the bigger problem with that one is just it is it is a slow poke like it doing is, anything yeah. on that ipad takes forever i've had one of those at my desk just to like play music and stuff like that and i I finally like we had an extra uh i think sixth generation regular ipad sitting around so i finally swapped that out for that because it's got a it's i think the processor in the sixth generation ipad is a couple of versions newer than the the air 2 but i'm i'm interested to see what this new version of the we have ipads all over (laughs) you're lousy with ipads (laughs) we really are i'm interested to see what a new version of the air might bring i mean it's been it's a little weirdly positioned right now and i'm not sure that that would be the ipad i would go with i might still go with like an 11 inch pro but the air has it's pretty i mean it's got the redesign it's got touch id instead of face id and like a few other trade-offs but it works with like the magic keyboard and all that and it's like oh maybe maybe this would be a a good option i don't know i think i would be yeah i think it would be hard for me to go with the pro again given the the redesign of the air Uh, even though it's i I would still go with the 11 inch i think you know well i I don't want 11 inches it's i don't want the giants it's like 
I, Although, I use the uh, giant one and I love it, so I don't know. I, I know you're you're yeah, a big iPad guy. Couple friends of mine, couple of my friends of mine have the big ones, and I was just like, oh my god, that is actually really nice. <laughs> and I hardly ever leave the house with it these days. <laughs> I see. I do like mine. I do like mine for travel. Back when I used to travel, <laughs> so I, yeah, I hold sure. out hope that someday. Right. The weirdest thing about them right now is that the uh, the 11 inch is a 11 inches, obviously, and the Air is 10.9 inches, and it's yeah, like right. Hmm, it's hmm. slightly smaller. Why do we? Yeah, why do we why it's do we, just bezel, though. The, the rest of it's the same size. Yeah, because that was the that's the other thing. It's like if I get if I get a different if I go, went with a bigger iPad Pro, I would have to get a new keyboard, and that's yeah. like three hundred more. No, it's actually three hundred fifty more. They've bucks been on or sale a bunch. I've seen them. I see the them keyboards. on the deal. Yeah, I see them on deals yeah. pretty often these days. Yeah. But still, it's like. I will say the at other that price when you're up at that price range and then you have to tack on another $350 sure, yeah, exactly. for a keyboard. It's just like, eh, come on. I, I will say one of the things that actually makes me want the air is the colors. Like, I just think they look cooler than the silver or black pro. Yeah. The thing that's annoying to me about all the colorful Apple devices is I agree. I want the colorful ones, but I'm going to put it in a case. Like if I have an iPad, it's going to be in a keyboard case oh, and you're not going to see the color anyway. So it's like, I, it's, I just find it frustrating. I don't need a color. I, it's, well, you can th- see it. Times... Well, it depends on the case, right? Because I mean, yeah. you can see it on the edges. Yeah. Yeah. So most Ooh, of the, the cases, I don't like. I don't like the cases that that are shells anyway. So do I would get one make... that's, a, that's a magnetic. Yeah, back do, do they thing. still just make the magnetic covers, or are those gone? The smart covers? There, yeah, are there no, I think so. Okay, yeah. I wasn't sure if yeah. they still. Because like I, I have yeah, my could, well, Pro at least has... I had one. I had one for my. My 2018 Pro, I still actually still have it, but I never put it on because I like the keyboard so much. Well, yeah, that's the thing. I have the old, I have, on my Pro has the keyboard cover, the one that's just the the smart keyboard. So it doesn't have a back. It just has the cover part that goes over. Yeah, well, no, I mean, all the, all the ones have backs now. Oh, see, that's that was my question. Yeah. Was like they all have, yeah, but they're but they're the magnetic backs. And so they just, they just slap onto the back and they don't cover up the edges. So it's not a shell. Right. I so I mean I, I there were times when I used to keep my iPhone in a case where I could literally forget which color I had until the end of the year when I was trading it in and I had to snap mm-hmm. the case off because I never saw it. The, with the the iPhone now being case free, the colors do matter. But yeah, I don't know. On the iPad side, it's uh, I don't know why they don't do like I, what I would love is case. the keyboard cases to come with colors. Yeah, exactly. So they do it for the folio, yeah, right? If you just get the straight up like case that's not a keyboard then you can get it in a few different colors. I'm seeing right now it comes in green, comes in orange. That's not that much else. Black, white, blue, deep navy blue. But that's it. But it also, like you said, it covers the back, just not the edges. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think it's a, some of it's like a stability issue, right? Like it used to hang off the side and you could kind of prop it up. And I assume just like if they want you to use a stand or whatever, then maybe it's just easier to slap it on the back. I don't know. But I agree with you, Lexa. Either they should give you more color options on the keyboards, or they should give, make it like the back like clear or something. That'd be fun. Yeah, I'm into that. There we go. Colors. Well, I have some other questions for you guys. Are they your questions, or okay. are they from other people? They are from other people. I only answer questions for yours, people. I mean, yeah, right, <laughs> for a right. fee. I mean, did you pay? These, <laughs> yeah, I doubt I, it. These people paid for the privilege. So this yeah. is uh, again, you know, the same people who want discounts on shirts want to pay for the privilege of asking questions, getting bonus episodes, etc. So Maurice, Maurice Kelly writes in the recent film yesterday, a film I really like, but it could have been better if you Google it and look at the original storyline. In the recent <laughs> film yesterday, the premise was that a guy wakes up and he's the only person who knows the Beatles songs and follows his story as he capitalizes upon what he knows. 
If you three were to wake up and be the only people who knew of Apple Computer, what would you do? Both in this area, both in the scenario that you know collectively of Apple, but also in the scenario that the three of you know individually, but the other two don't know. I don't know what that part. Means. I have a hard time imagining this because it's like if I know of Apple Computer, but I don't really have the resources to design it. Like yeah, I don't right. know what I'm doing. Exactly. Yeah, I could not design a computer. Like so. nominally, that I guy. Think about this like, all the time. That guy is like a musician, right? In the movie, so he can like yes, he can like play yeah. the songs. It's just like a little harder song, to be yeah. like, I'm just going to build a microprocessor. Right. 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 Like the only thing you could do is try really, really hard to get hired at other technology companies. Am I right? And see if you could <laughs> convince them. Convince them, like here's what the UI should be, and like they'd be like, that's not possible. You're not yeah, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Create a GUI. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> you're not yeah. just going to waltz in here and make a touchscreen phone. Right, but yeah. So I, I, I would be, I would do nothing. I would just be, fr- I, would, I would be super frustrated every day because I know about all of it, but I can't do any of it. God, what it's was, the same way. Like we all be using Linux on our desktops. <laughs> there's, um, I, I can't remember if either of you was watching Station Eleven yet, but like, yeah. when when they're dealing with the the outfall of their pandemic outfall, I don't think it's a word. Um, but they're like, <laughs> does, I'll, does I'll anybody know how to like? make electricity power plants work <laughs> like no we don't yeah. know how to do that we're people we right. have other jobs all those yeah, people I died i i worry very much about that in like an apocalyptic scenario is like i have no actual useful skills <laughs> oh yeah right no <laughs> yeah <laughs> i can i mean nobody's gonna be looking for somebody to design half-assed web pages in the pandemic or shirts yeah <laughs> well do you know how to weave a shirt now. do you know how to weave a shirt i can't print them i can't print them i can just design them and i can design them as long as there's electricity yep, so i can design them for about 10 hours after all the power shuts down <laughs> listener tj wants to know if we'll be starting an investigative podcast to look into why the original solo bolo episodes of the comedy bang bang podcast have been erased from the internet we talked about ben schwartz last week and i mentioned those uh it's because no. they're paywalled at cbbworld.com uh, so that's Damn. not an ad because Scott doesn't pay me Jack. Uh, speaking should, of Jack, we should, Jack oh man, oh, you really miss an opportunity there to get like, you know, to like hold out, like letting in TJ on the results of your investigation until sure, after yeah, he right, upgraded right. his membership. Mm-hmm. But you just gave, <laughs> gave away the farm there. <laughs> Uh, listener Jack Carlson says, my first daily use computer was a Cray-1 in the second basement of the National Security Agency, where I was assigned by the Army Security Agency in 1975. I feel like we get arrested just for reading this, but okay. Fortran, <laughs> COBOL, and punch cards. Today, when he wrote this letter, which was February 3rd, I turned 68. Does that make me the oldest member of Rebound Prime? Oh. During the last oh, wow. two years of isolation due to COVID, your banter has brightened my week. Uh, it says here, except for Dan's. I don't know what that means. Thanks for being there and providing me with familiar voices, having a good laugh, and even discussing tech once in a while. P.S. Why rebound? First, I should note, it did not say except Dan. That was just me being a jerk. But Dan, we've talked about it before, but can you remind everybody why this show is called The Rebound? Is this, do you want to rub back in my face the fact that I got fired and that was... <laughs> no! You didn't get fired. Story. I got fired. Yeah. You got let go or whatever. <laughs> you got downsized. It sounds so you went to the polite. Farm. Sounds yeah. so polite. Yeah, when right. You, you say were driven that. out to a driven out to a farm and they let were go. really nice about it too. Damn, that was <laughs> <laughs> that was because the day after the event at which the Apple Watch was announced, I was out in San Francisco covering said event for my former employer, MacWorld. And yeah, the day after that event, they called a bunch of us into a conference room and told us we were all being let go, uh, which was exciting. So I decided in that moment, right then, that we should uh, John and and Lex and I, uh, because we we have yeah. We had good times. We had talked about it a little bit. Yeah, before, we talked right? about I maybe think we had, yeah, yeah, doing a right. podcast. And then we were like, "Well, Dan can't do it because Dan's you know any podcast Dan would 
do would have to be for Macworld. Right. And then, so, and then I was free. And then it wasn't a problem anymore. <laughs> Plus, Dan didn't want to be a co-host on any podcast that would have him as a co-host. That was that uh, right. Well, we it explains well, all the podcasts I do with life. Until he had to. <laughs> <laughs> Until he had no I other I had options. no other choices. That's right. I was here. So we... I thought we rebounded very well. Exactly. There it is. Um, hey. I think I've seen that Cray, by the way. That exact Cray. Oh, nice. I believe so. Yeah. Interesting. I remember when Moltz first saw it, he goes, that shit Cray. I think it's in, a mu- it's in a museum or it's like, I forget where it is now, but I believe I've seen I it. I think, yeah, I don't know. He he sounds like he's looking for, for hints, like he's Cray fishing. <laughs> no. <laughs> he was there so early, they call him the Cray Daddy. I don't know. Uh, we have two questions from iFixCZ. Uh, the first was... Have you watched Mr. Robot when it was on? I'm rewatching it and haven't seen season four during my COVID remedy. Sorry to hear. And I'm delighted how accurate it is from Linux prompts and tools through Deep Sound 1.6 software to calling Trump a buffoon. I watched <laughs> season one, but then I stopped. I watched that's, all of that's it. That's how far I got. It's, uh, it is a weird show. Like, I liked it a lot. And I heard, I don't know, I heard people, it, it is uh, of the shows uh, like related to, uh, you know, technology and stuff. Is, am I right? As far as I can tell. It, it does seem to be pretty accurate, but I've heard people take issue with some of the stuff in there as well. So I, I'm, you know, it's not like a like an instruction manual, certainly, but it is certain. It does seem like it's more interested in getting some of the details right than a lot of other ones. But it, it is a good show. Yeah. It is increasingly weird, and it starts pretty weird. I have I I think we watched the first episode, and then I didn't watch anything after that. Yeah, it's uh, it's good. It is good, but it is a very strange show, and it's you know. <laughs> I don't even I don't even quite know how to encapsulate it. It's only nominally sort of about being a hacker. Yeah. It's yeah, right. The the opposite end I think of the tech accuracy on that show is um the to me my favorite example is uh Kelly Rowland's music video for I'm going to get it, the song Dilemma where she's sending a text to Nelly but the screen, like the the cell phone or whatever that she's using in the deck is in Excel. Like she's literally typing in the, in Excel in a spreadsheet. And I don't know. That's like to me. That's the other end of the wow tech tech accuracy spectrum. And it makes me laugh every time I see that screenshot. A second question from iFixCZ. On a bit serious note, with tensions, man, what show are you writing to right now? On a bit serious note, with tensions between Russia and Ukraine. <laughs> Well, for, let me let me throw up a flag on this play and just say yeah yeah go ahead go ahead I, I'm here I'm here and <laughs> could Apple be used as the influencer I've been to Moscow as an IT consultant many times and know for a fact that rich influential Russians just love their iPhones as far as I know Apple don't have their factories there so they could be more motivated to do the right thing of course sanctions hurt opposition too but warmongers could think twice knowing the attack could render their devices useless I'm sure Apple has a way to for example disable all location services or payments on Russia's land uh, I. <laughs> I don't think nope. they would ever the do that. that. Is no. Yeah, I don't think they would ever do yeah, that. That's not going to happen. Not only because I think you know, not only because getting yourself involved in that is kind of a mess, but also because once you've established the you know precedent that you're you can do that, then you know what's to stop them from doing it at any other country that you know they just yeah. decide they want to get involved in. I'm not suggesting that yeah. they would necessarily be you know malicious about it but it does open up a door that i don't think you want opened up in terms of policy and there's there's a difference between punishing the citizenry of a place and the government of a place like, right yeah like, the u.s makes decisions that i don't like and i wouldn't want you know france to say i can't eat croissants anymore because we briefly <laughs> Lex, left this just in you you can't eat croissants anymore. <laughs> god damn it all right uh, you cannot eat croissants anymore <laughs> I'm sure that's offensive to somebody. <laughs> it's you're trying to do. Are you talking like my dog? <laughs> yes. 
I mean, if it were in any way a, a real French accent, whatever accent that place is from, those people are offended right now. Uh, we have a couple more listener questions, but uh, listen, the listeners, the one question that everybody has without even asking it is, who is the Rebound sponsored by this week? And this episode of The Rebound is brought to you by our old friends at Indochino. Ooh. I'm um, asked to share a style discovery I've made. For example, a color or style that looks good on you. My favorite color is red, and so I own a large amount of red clothes. What I have learned over the you past few years is a custom-made red suit. Yeah, I've learned that light blue is actually better on me, even though I still wear a lot of red because it's my favorite. But that's what that's a style discovery I made. Light blue is, is probably my color. Whether it's finding a signature color, wearing a more flattering cut, the cut says, hey, you look good, or getting a new statement piece, the right detail can take your wardrobe up a notch like many iPhones have. This year, let Indochino <laughs> take care of your 2022 style edit. Not you every customize... word needs a comment, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you can customize everything from suits and shirts to chinos and bomber jackets at prices more affordable than you might expect. As listeners of this program probably know, both Dan and I wore Indochino suits to Dan's wedding, mm-hmm. which I believe at one point Dan said, this wedding is brought to you by Indochino. We thank Indochino <laughs> for our support of Dan's wedding and all of Relay FM. And I was like, nope, not Relay FM. <laughs> That was, was the, the one thing. problem with that. <laughs> but we both, I, I did it online. Dan went to a showroom. Uh, but you can do it either way. Indochino offers completely custom-fitted suits, shirts, casual wear, and more at surprisingly affordable prices. Get a wardrobe personalized to your style and taste without spending a fortune. Every piece is made to your exact measurements, and you can customize every detail. Choose everything about your suit, including the fabric, lapel, monogram, and statement linings. You can create a suit that fits you and your style perfectly. The best part? Indochino suits start from just $429 and shirts from $79 with all customizations included. Give yourself a style edit that sets the tone for the rest of the year with Indochino. Get $50 off any purchase of $399 or more by using promo code REBOUND at Indochino.com. That's $50 off a purchase of $399 or more at I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O.com, promo code REBOUND. Our thanks to Indochino for their support of this show, Dan's nuptials, and frankly, I think Dan's new house. I don't think it happens without Indochino support. Probably true. Probably true. Yeah, that's right. It's the it's the house that Indochino built. You ever tried to uh actually convince somebody to sell you a house when you're not looking your best? <laughs> no. Yeah. I've had a lot of people try and convince me to sell my house. <laughs> <laughs> and have you? <laughs> I have not. Yeah, were any of them wearing Indochino suits? It's just like I mean they they call it like, you know. Oh god, oh, I hate that. It's ridiculous. I get all I these posts. First of all, I get postcards. Fake get postcards, postcards almost every day. Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. And then and then uh, I get phone calls. And and the, just the tone <laughs> of the phone calls is so annoying. Just John, like, sell just us like your house. of course, of course, you're going to call us back about this fabulous opportunity. I like that the idea that the phone calls are actually like from Scream, where it's just like, yeah, John Moles, the, the buyers are in your house. Can you sell us your, your house? Your, your house has already been staged. <laughs> we, um, Watch out for the throw pillows. I was wondering why it got so clean in here. A few Could times a year, week? we actually get like full on letters with pictures from families, like. You know, because there's only X number of houses in my development, and people want them sometimes, and so you'll get these letters that they send to everybody in the development. It's oh like, here's my family. You know, my kids are in school age. We look. It's like, go away. Uh, <laughs> we have three more listener questions from Rebound Project wow. subscribers. Wow, Donald John I love says, it that they're exercising their rights. Donald John asks to help increase services revenue. Can you see Apple adding Android compatibility to Apple Watch to push Fitness Plus or Apple One bundles minus Arcade out mm. to a wider audience? Mm. Nope. No, I, I don't think yeah, so. I doubt it. I mean, yeah. there there are cases in which they have decided that they want to expand services to Android, like Apple Music, but or Apple TV Plus. But those are few and far between, and those don't really require a lot of so- of hardware buy in. 
I feel like they want you to buy an Apple Watch, and if they want you to buy an Apple Watch, it's going to work with the iPhone. I don't think they want to be in the business yeah. of supporting making one of their hardware devices work with another hardware manufacturer. I just don't. Yeah, I mean, they they right. made iPods work on Windows, but that, a that was a that, that was, was a tough sell for Steve Jobs for right? six, for to survive and, too. Honestly, and it was a completely different. It was a different world different back era. then. Yeah, I mean, iPhones yeah. do work on on Windows as well, obviously, but like right. the need for that has also diminished a lot, right? Like yeah. you don't you don't need to connect your phone to your computer anymore. So yeah, I don't know. I I don't I agree. I don't think so. I w- I think they. What wouldn't... about to charge it, Dan? I don't think there's <laughs> any other way to do that. Because I think if Apple's okay with Apple Arcade <laughs> and the App Store and Apple News and all their other services being iOS and Apple ecosystem specific, I don't think they'd care. But I don't story. think they would mind making Fitness Plus available, like in a browser, for example, just for because it like even some of the other devices that you use it on now, it doesn't really do some of the like the, it works better on the Apple TV than on some of the other devices. I think, but I think. I wouldn't be surprised if they, you know, were at some point just like, yeah, you can stream classes on the on the web and just like do your own workouts, but you're not going to have the Apple Watch integration. I don't know. Yeah. Mahir poses the thinker. Uh, what is your most Syracuse-esque opinion that is at odds with the general consensus? <laughs> My immediate answer is how to pronounce Syracuse's name because I think I say it exactly the way he does, but he always says I say it wrong. <laughs> so that's that's one. <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> I disagree with John's canonical bagel flavors. <laughs> That's all I got. That's the first thing that came to mind. Wait, are we, wait, we're, we're, they, we're answering have, the, the wrong this, question. The opinion doesn't have I to be. No, but I don't have anything great. I think yeah. for me, it's like, and, and this is not news to any of our listeners, but like, it's just the part of me that I, I genuinely consider broken, but that I just don't care about Harry Potter or Star Wars oh, yeah, or that Star, like that fantasy gene. <laughs> it's just, it's broken in me. I don't have it. I don't know why. That's true. It is broken. Hmm. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, know. My... I don't like It's a Wonderful Life. <laughs> Never seen it. <laughs> I don't know. What's wrong with you guys? Why am I on this show? <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's dumb. Anyway. <laughs> uh, hmm. I... I can't. I can't think. I probably there's probably something, but I can't think of what it is. Where everybody yeah. else is doing something, and it's just I'm just like, ugh. oh, Wordle. How about that? Yeah, well, <laughs> no, everyone knows you're. Well, weird. you open that door, so, so I just tired. want to mention. So tired of Wordle scores. Uh, uh, a in uh, my uh, text from you guys, and then B on Twitter. Well, I, I'm sure this will be like everywhere by the time this episode comes out. But I, I today discovered Dordle, which is Google Wordle, but replace the W with a D, and that is a much better game. Like I was impressed by, it. and all due credit to Mr. Wordle and Wordle, but. Dordle is you're playing Wordle on two grids at once, but with the same guesses and it's two different words. Much better game. Really good, challenging in a different way. Highly recommend it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Moltz is signing up. Any no, other I mean, no, I mean that's opinions? fine. It's fine to see you know, I probably have one, but I'm just not I'm not thinking of it right now. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. There's there's definitely things I'm picky about. I and think that. baseball's boring. <laughs> I think football is boring. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then finally john downing who is a in a competition with himself to be the most supportive rebound listener asking questions i don't understand have you ever owned a piece of technology that was perfect for your needs for work or play any change to this gadget would lose a bit of magic for you as an example is the paperweight 4 from 2018 it's a device that does what i expect every time i want to read a book oh yeah that's magically perfect in my opinion thank you this is a really random one, but I think it is one that I like. I have this little Bluetooth transceiver that you, it's essentially like a, you plug an old pair of wired headphones into it and then it's got a little, like, it can connect via Bluetooth. And oh. I use this sometimes, at, like, if I wake up in the middle of the night and I just can't fall back asleep and I want to, like, listen to something, 
I use that rather than like AirPods or something. Because with AirPods, I'm always a little worried they're going to like fall out and I'm going to lose them or whatever. And I don't know. I just, I, I, this thing works really good. It, Whereas I'm perfectly happy to be strangled in the middle of the night. Yes, exactly. Okay, good. There it is. Good to know. Maybe that's a Syracuse opinion. Yeah, I, right. I prefer yeah. that. I prefer that. And that device works great. It cost me like, I don't know, 20 bucks, like four years ago when I bought it. And it's literally just turn to hold it on. It's got little volume adjustments on it. It's got a place to plug in a headphone jack, recharges over, you know, uh, uh, micro USB. And yeah, simple. I, I mean, the first thing I think of is is the 11 inch uh, MacBook Air, mm. which was just like I felt like my enjoyment of the Mac platform peaked with that device. And Jeez, I do like wow. the laptop that I have now. I, I have a 13 inch M1 Air, but my love for it is not nearly the same as my love for that device when I got it. Interesting. I think for a long time in the pre like 99% of what I watch is streaming. My answer would have been various TiVos, which really, like, I have, despite the fact that I, my reputation in certain podcast Apple communities is that I've not seen anything, I love television, <laughs> and I've watched a lot of it. But, like, when TiVo, probably, like, maybe even, like, the TiVo Romeo, but there are certain TiVos that were just so brilliant, where it's like, they just started throwing in more and more tuners into them. I guess tuner technology got really cheap. So, it could, like, I can record six shows all at the same time when you know, TV was programmed with lots of shows that I wanted to watch that were on at the same time. And it could do, you know, season passes with minimal effort. Like I loved, and I still use a TiVo brand TiVo. Like I love a TiVo brand DVR, I suppose I should say, but I love them. And uh, I, we watch far fewer DVR programs today than we once did. But man, some of those TiVos were really game changing for me. Just loved them so much. Almost as much as I love John and Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. It's a near thing. I understand. All right. And there's one more thing we love. We're, we're out of questions. But one more thing we love is, of course, our other uh, sponsor for today. This episode of The Rebound is brought to you by Harry's. Listen, 2022 is the year to make a decision. If your old razor isn't giving you the shave you deserve, break things off and switch to Harry's. Now, listen, I use Harry's, but Dan is the guy who got the Harry's. So, Dan, talk to us about Harry's. Yeah, so, of course. Uh, my favorite thing about Harry's, and I've mentioned this before, I'm going to mention it again, because if you haven't tried it, you really need to. It's the post-shave balm. Because, I don't know, I... I I tend to find that like, you know, razors are can be a little harsh on my skin. And so being able to put on like some soothing, uh, you know, balm afterwards and it smells really good. Like I'm not a person who goes in a lot for generally anything that I put on. Like I don't do cologne. I don't do, you know, aftershave or whatever. But like uh, Harry's post-shave balm is great. It's soothing. And as I said, it smells really fantastic. You, are, you will be surprised. Trust me. Can confirm. Yeah, I, I've said in the past, like I've I've given Harry's razors as gifts. My dad uses them and loves them. Um, you know, so there's there's a lot there. So I'm I'm a big fan. Uh, and new customers can redeem a Harry's trial set for just three dollars when you go to Harry's.com/rebound. And Harry's delivers a close, comfortable shave at a fair price, still as low as two dollars per blade. Their blades are designed to stay sharp longer, and in a recent study, people who shave four times a week said their eighth shave was as smooth as their first. That's two weeks after they started. Harry's is giving their best offer to our listeners. New Harry's customers can redeem a starter set. You get a five-blade razor, a weighted handle, foaming shave gel with aloe, and a travel cover to protect your blades when you're on the go. That's a $13 value for just $3. There's truly never been a better time to try Harry's. Go to harrys.com rebound to try Harry's today. Our thanks to Harry's for their support of this show and, of course, Dan Morton's weapon. 
<laughs> I was very nicely shaved for that. When I was reading that, I mean, this is probably post ad now, but when I was reading that one sentence, I was like, you get a five blade razor, a six blade razor, <laughs> a seven blade razor. Like, I really wanted to go that way. That'd be fun. But the way you handle the foaming shave gel towel, all great. Wonderful. All the razors. You cover. Need. <laughs> all the great razors. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, we didn't really talk about Peloton. We, did, we mentioned Peloton, but we, uh, we didn't actually go into it because Dan segued back to. Uh, well, kind of. I feel like we talked about it last week. Is there is there more to say on this? I don't know. I don't know. Or do we only talk? Well, about Well, so like, so uh, one of the one of the analysts said that Apple should be aggressively in, in this because reasons, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> because because if somebody else gets it, they'll be acquiring like an Apple like experience. I guess is what the argument is. I don't think there's a good argument here, I guess, is yeah. what I'm thinking. <laughs> I think, I, like, as so many of these these analyst comments are, seem like just attempts to get attention. Yeah. Yep, pretty much. I mean, uh, like the guy who said that Apple would disappear in 60 days if, <laughs> I'm, I'm if, trying it didn't, to think if it didn't release a watch. Of examples of times that Apple has acquired consumer hardware companies that had consumer products out there. And Beats is the obvious example. Beats, is, and yeah. Beats mm-hmm. did not feel like they were... They were obviously a product that Apple sold things to compete with, I guess. But like, they, they, it didn't feel like it was a product that was not Apple-like. Not much, though, Apple's. right? Because that was before AirPods. That's true. Right. Yeah. It was just like their wired shit, I guess. Yeah. But like here, it just feels so weird. And I know I've, I've talked about this at length, but it feels so weird to me to imagine Apple taking ownership of a bunch of Android tablets, which is what Pelotons <laughs> and their threads right. are. Right. Like, I just, I can't, I mean, not that ownership, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it, it would be bonk. Cause like, how would they, one of the things that Peloton has going for it is that although they've made updates to the bike and they have a second bike and they've got two different models of treadmill, like all the devices are supported and they all work. I, I, it's, I don't yeah. know. I just don't I, think they get, I don't think they get very much out of that purchase, honestly, despite people looking at it know. and going like, Oh, fitness. Eh, eh. Yeah. I, I right. don't think that there's actually a lot of stuff in there that, that Apple really wants. Right. I wouldn't imagine. So the, for the amount that they're going to get out of it. My happiness. Doesn't Apple care about that? Uh, <laughs> let me check. Uh, this just didn't know. <laughs> they do not. And 12 billion, 12 to 15 billion is, that's not, not chump change. change. I mean, Apple certainly has it, but like, but, uh, you know, it's, you know, it's cheaper than that. Not doing it. Exactly. Uh, Apple, very, the whole thing where Apple bought Beats, right? They paid what three billion, I think, or so, three or four billion for Beats when they bought them, like that, and that was far and away the largest purchase they have basically ever made, like monetarily. Billion, yeah, yeah. So, I, I the idea of them going out and purchasing a company worth twelve billion, like, sure they could, but I don't think they will unless they really felt like, are we really going to make more than this? You know, from this purchase in the long term, and and generally. Most of their purchases tend to be smaller firms working on technological components or like yeah. things that they're going to fold into other projects rather than yeah. like a company with a totally developed product that has this kind of, you know, uh, following to it. It's really just, it, right. I don't think it makes a lot of sense. You know, as I'm thinking about it, I, I, I maintain like you both that I, I don't think it would happen. But the argument that I can make in favor is I don't know many people using Apple Fitness Plus. Casey Liss, I get his yeah. fitness updates on my watch, and so I see that he does them a lot. Uh, and I know, Dan, you've done some. And my wife I don't know anybody does tend who's to like, use it pretty regularly. 
I'm an Apple Fitness. Okay, so like I'm not saying there are none. Obviously, yeah, yeah, but, like, but it's, it, it doesn't it, seem like it's it's picked up nearly as much as I think Apple would have hoped. Like Apple is hit and miss with some of its subscription offerings, and this one doesn't seem like it's really resonating. So I could see it as a way to say we're acquiring Peloton, plus we're rebranding it, right? Like it's all just Apple Fitness now. It's Apple Fitness Bike, <laughs> whatever. And now they've got way more people they can explode because swapping out some of the classes because Apple has stationary bike classes, but spin bike classes, and they've got the similar overlap. So swapping that out and saying now it's our experts and we're merging their talent with ours, whatever. Like I could see that. I don't think they should, but they could. Right. Yep. I agree. So I would also like to report that my wife just texted the entire family that she bought twelve boxes of wacky Mac brand macaroni and cheese because she hadn't been able to find it for a while. So thanks, (laughs) Joe Biden. I guess I don't know. (laughs) I don't even know what that is. I don't know what that is either. I feel like I'm missing out oh, on it's, something. It's macaroni and cheese that comes in multiple different shapes. Like there's there's okay. wagon wheels and tubes and shells, like a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Hmm. Now I'm hungry. Uh, By yeah. the way, this episode of the Reboot, nope. <laughs> Unfortunate. <laughs> if the, uh, dibs, if the, dibs, if they help us out, and, because I want the, I want the macaroni. <laughs> you want the samples? Do you guys want to talk about, I don't know... I don't know what your habits are when it comes to uh, dating apps, but um, especially in the Netherlands. You don't need to know. Yeah, I, I mean... <laughs> How many dating dating apps I'm on in the Netherlands? Well, what happens in Amsterdam stays in Amsterdam. It's fine. Uh, in, <laughs> do you guys want to uh, discuss the App Store and whether or not Apple is uh, slowly destroying it? Or did, is that enough? Is that all we need to know? <laughs> so, yeah, German, another piece about the App Store, right? That... The, it seems that there are two bills in Congress, and neither one of them seem like they're going to pass. I mean, so, Apple Apple seems like it's going to dodge that those particular bullets, but it's not going away anytime in the near future. Right. It's going to, you know, it takes forever for bills to get through Congress, and especially nowadays, it's they yeah. you know don't, they don't they don't they don't seem to work a lot. Yeah. So uh, I'm not super concerned for the ultimate eventuality of that, but there is more and more pressure coming, including like there have been a lot of attempts by states. To regulate the yeah. App Store, which I think is yeah, which kind is of a, a little bit much more uh, likely. Well, yes and no. I mean, I well, it's I, much more likely to get passed. Whether or not right, but it can, in, I, again, my my knowledge. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a lawmaker. But like interstate commerce stuff seems like kind of you know you can't. <laughs> I don't yes. think you can make a decision for the whether App Store based on a state. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. But yeah, I guess they're going to keep trying. Yeah, and then I think the international stuff is the bigger question, really, because we have seen a lot of pressure from you know different different countries. Well, and- so basically, yeah, I mean the Korean thing, right? They they <laughs> said yes. if you're not going to use our system, we'll give you a three percent discount. That's fine. You the, you still have to send us twenty seven percent, and the three percent is ba- is just the credit card, basically fees. the credit card fees. Yes. So I mean. They seem like they're very confident that they're going to win this, that that they are not going to need to do anything because they're not doing anything. And they're not trying to head I, this off. Right, right. And, which and, I can and, totally and, understand because, again, I, I think it comes from I said this somewhere last week, but like I think it comes from the same impetus as like the. The whole like fiduciary responsibility to our shareholders thing where it's like, well, we, we have to pay as little taxes as we possibly can because our job is to have, you know, make as much money as possible for shareholders. Like that's our rationale. For why we, you know, find all these loopholes and shelter all our money is like we it is like our responsibility to maximize shareholder profit. So I think in the same sense, what they're doing here is saying the same thing and trying the same move, which is essentially like we have to give away as little as possible. Like that is our our goal here is to minimize the amount of disruption to our business. Um, 
whether that's good or evil, I don't know that that necessarily enters into the equation. Like they're not in the business of giving money away, but at the same time, right. the bigger question is, is this short-sighted? Because by doing that, they are continually inviting pressure upon them that may eventually require them to do something more drastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. realized that was a long, like very serious thought process so should i i mean like come up with a joke in the end there to like about, no this we, no. we go we go darkly serious sometimes Dan. Ooh, i like it what about the ukraine dan <laughs> <laughs> what about the yeah. ukraine john <laughs> it's it's uh, yeah we as americans like to put a the in front of ukraine which they used to do but now don't i know do, they I don't think, do something? i don't know it's the whole thing fun fun fact my uh my grandfather <laughs> immigrated from part of ukraine Oh, that is kind of fun. Yeah, fuck you. Brain. <laughs> <laughs> mm, no, 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 not that. Mm-mm, not that. Anyway, so I, I'm curious. The biggest question for me this year for the App Store stuff is it made that promise last year that as part of the deal with the Japan Trade Commission that it would essentially allow external links for subscript for like reader apps. And that's supposed to be implemented sometime this year. Of course, sometime this year, as we know, Apple means December 31st, 2022. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know that that will make a huge difference in the way that people want it to. But I'm interested to see how they do it, because that's going to tell us a lot about whether it is purely just sort of like a fuck you situation where it's like, yeah, you can have one link, but it's got to be buried like four pages deep and can yeah. only be to this page on your site. And you can only have this right. one, and et cetera. Well, uh, based on what they just did, I would imagine probably it's be exactly that. Yes, and that it will be interesting because it will r- determine the responses. I think much as the Amsterdam thing has been, where like the regulars in the Netherlands have been like, "This isn't satisfactory. We're going to keep finding you uh, up until a maximum of like fifty million euros, which they're just going to pay." Right. So, but yeah, then what? Right. Like it is fascinating that like the the uh, you know in the netherlands they're like we can pay, we can find you 5 million euros a week up to a maximum of 50 million euros and it's like well what happens then <laughs> they pay like literally they're like okay so we're just going to pay you 50 million euros and you can just stop bugging us yeah. that doesn't seem how that's laws like, should work <laughs> that's like, right. we can do that <laughs> yeah sure yeah here's a check yeah why don't we just get out ahead of it for you yeah, uh, I don't know. I it's also really hard for me to tell. This certainly is something that's pissed off developers, and rightfully so. I don't know how many people outside of the developer market feel the impact for this or care about it. Mm-hmm. And well, I, yeah, probably, I, probably not. Which I mean, isn't like, to say it's not customer, something they should care about, but like, yeah, it's not like it impacts them in a tangible way. It's just in the ways of like, you know. People like, for example, developers who don't make enough and go out of business because they're paying Apple too much. I don't think that's actually a huge case, but it does certainly. I'm sure there is a sort of chilling effect where it's like people don't want to spend the time developing for a platform because there's like you know a built-in cost there. I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe even a Netflix and chilling effect. I, I, the it's, Lex, I, Lex uses is, humor <laughs> to deflect from serious issues. I think we're all aware. My of that. my therapist is aware of that. But the uh, <laughs> Jason published his uh, annual uh, six colors report card today. Uh, today as we record it, and it's interesting to see how like the. Uh, I think that at least the three of us could have likely predicted the ranking of things on that list in terms of where Apple scores best and worst. Sure. And developer relations disproportionately are perceived by developers. But I do think it has a trickle effect, right? Like developers who are more frustrated might not update their apps as often or might mm-hmm. not make as sure. many apps yeah. or might abandon the app store. And so I think like it's a slower burn, right? Yeah. Like no. 
but you're it's it's interesting because you get, understand why Apple has slower motivation to to fix those things when they still have plenty, right? right. They still yeah. get a bunch of uh, developers submitting things. Yeah, I mean, it's not like the App Store is imminently in danger of going up. Like right. it's not even you know to to compare to uh, Meta, which last week had kind of a shitty week where they like append ended up like losing users last quarter for the first time. Yeah, yep. Like that's a bad sign. That is a bad sign because your users, you know, that's where your your bread and butter is. It's not yeah. like Apple is losing services payment. Services payment is still going up quarter after quarter. So yeah. they're not in a position to have to worry about that imminently. But I agree that I think longer term, it's definitely going to bite them in one way or another. You do have to imagine that there were high fives and and other happiness at apple when when meta says we lost all this money and these customers because of apple like i don't think anybody's like oh i feel bad about like, this yeah they're like we did it yeah, yeah. it's it's weird too because there was a story this morning about buried in one of meta's reports like they put down as like a risk that they might have to withdraw their product from europe based on like essentially like if the regulatory environment continues as it is now we may have no choice but to sort of like abandon the EU as a market, I think was roughly the idea. I don't think that's actually a thing that's going to happen, but it's more of a companies have to spell out essentially like what they perceive yeah. as risks to their business. But it is interesting, right? That the 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 risk to the, you know, to Meta's business is regulation <laughs> because to me it suggests, well, we know we're doing some kind of shady shit that uh, right. people yeah. might decide yeah. to take people, issue People in. might find out. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it also points out, now maybe it was Gruber who made this point about like, you know, social networks are kind of having inherently a transient nature to them. It's just how long is that curve of time before it starts, stops yeah. becoming relevant. Right. And yeah, I don't know. Meta has made a big business on like, <laughs> like living like a rock star, like the money's never going to run out. Yeah. yeah. And, and they're, you know, their, their next move. It does not seem <laughs> particularly like it's going to take off anytime in the future. I don't know. Yeah, I, I honestly don't know. I, I think I think you're probably right, but like it's this is a hard place it to predict. It could happen. It's it could a hard happen thing eventually. to predict. Yeah, yeah, right. And, but, and and if other companies dive into this, they're going to. But they're going. My point is, they're going to have a rough few years in between. If it, even if it is, yeah. If that's if this is their pivot, right? Like, right. yeah. Then it's going to take some time. It's going to be a while is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody ended the episode. He did it. <laughs> <laughs>